Hey guys, welcome to a uh, belated Clangers of Bangers AFR Footy podcast. I'm Rosa Ruki. I'm Lachlan McGraw. And uh, we missed last week just to uh, debrief, I guess, on the season. No, it didn't matter. <laughs> there was no game that weekend, so, yeah, so we had time. We'll catch up uh, on this week. So, going into finals and wrapping up on this season, round 23. Starting off with tipping. What did you end up on? I end up on. Let's have a cheeky squeeze of that. Look, he was on top of the ladder last time we checked. I assume that's where he uh, ended. I did. Um, I did indeed. So I ended with a total of 128. You ended with 120. And what did I score oh so high in the last round? Three. So I decided to make a uh, a play for first place. Went with the crazy tips, you know, hoping round twenty three, every everyone's going to go all out, and there's going to be some um, dark horses that'll win, and absolutely none of them did. So yeah, it was a good week. Yeah, it was pretty standard uh, week. I think the only non-standard was Hawthorne beating West Coast. All those gambles I took didn't pay off. Including tipping Essendon over Collingwood. So let's, uh, I'll throw that over to you. Better than I thought would go, but, you know, just lacked in lots of areas that Collingwood were much better at, like every area of the ground. Um, they're just too strong, too good. Uh, for a moment there, I thought we had them, and a couple of couple of marks in the forward 50 that didn't didn't get paid ended up turning straight back around because our defense just couldn't hold them but they were the better team no doubt about that those two calls wouldn't have made a difference but ah uh, well um always next week which might be the only week um I mean you guys had a lot of players out so did they so I can't use that as an excuse against them um, but they have a lot of better quality players than you do. In general. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can go to the bin and get another quality player yeah. where you kind of just seemed like you couldn't field anyone. Look, but if that's the case, then if we had two fully healthy sides, we'd get crushed. Two unhealthy sides, we get crushed. So either way, Collingwood, better side. The only way we were going to beat them is if we had no injuries as well and they had heaps. So always next year or maybe later in the final series, we never know. Could uh, come up against each other, but got to somehow beat West Coast first. So, and uh, we'll now see. I see that Zach Merritt is in uh, Brownlow contention. He was like twelfth when I last checked. I think now he's sixteenth, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. Um, probably, but he had a good last round. I thought. Yeah, he did well last round. I just thought it was funny. There's a um bracket system going on the AFL Instagram, which everyone's kind of like, what? You can't do the Brownlow in brackets, but whatever. And the first one up was uh, Nat Fife, who's Brownlow favourite, obviously, versus Zach Merritt. And I was like, oh, that's not very fair. (laughs) Who else is going to be like? How else is going to do that, though? Always do the top versus the bottom. That's how a bracket works. I don't know anything about brackets. So, yeah, yeah. always do the top, the best one versus, so it's the best team gets the easiest draw, effectively, 
Um, so, yeah, it's all playing there. All good. I was just surprised to see him there, that's all. I didn't know Essendon had any good players. Mm. Just a bunch of mediocre ones. Yeah. But no, I'm pretty sure Shield's like top 20. Merritt's like 15th. Top 15, I thought. Or maybe dropped to 16, but... And I'm pretty sure we have a couple of others in the top 50. Either way, in like <laughs> ranking points, we've got like six players in the top 50, which isn't bad. So, As it stands now on Sportsbet, so it might be different elsewhere. Fifteenth, yeah. Yeah. Eighty-one dollars. Mm. And Shiel is not here. Was twenty. Oh yeah, five hundred and one dollars. He was twenty-first in the before last round, and then he played like ass. But um, let's bet on Trent Cotchin for five thousand dollars. Yeah, fair enough. If or, we bet a dollar on him, we'll win five thousand. But I'm gonna bet five thousand on him, so big buck. How much will that be? Uh, like two hundred and fifty thousand, something like that. Yeah, I'm not too shabby. I mean, we could also bet on Sam Walsh and get the same amount. I'll bet five thousand on every single person there that's at five thousand and one. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. So I'll be rich. Go. Alright, next game. We got Sydney playing St Kilda. Fucking thirty three hundredths. Yeah. And that led to uh just you know just the four goals I was expecting. Just the four. I was expecting a twelve goal kind of hole, but look, it was pretty stock standard. It's going to be announced probably next Tuesday that Brett Radden is going to be the full time uh, St Kilda coach. So obviously this didn't really impact that. The season of the um, caretaker coach, they're calling it, because look at it. I can, yeah, they're, uh, you'd want Brett Radden. I feel like Carlton and North Melbourne would have wanted Brett Radden as well. So it was pretty obvious that St. Kilda were going to pick him from the start. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he only had like four or five games. It's like, okay, but he's good anyway. So, yeah, look, that was a, it was a pretty nothing game. Sydney won by 45. It was in Sydney, so no one gave a shit. And Saints never really looked in the game. So, yeah, what's next? North Melbourne versus Melbourne. So North won by five. So it was, you know, a battle. Um, Melbourne kind of, I thought, had it in the bag at the third. But... At the third? In the third. Oh, in the third. Still only managed to get up by 15 points. I know, but they just looked like they were playing better. Okay. Um, obviously, you got Gorn with the three goals, which was the uh, the surprise of the the game. And Ben Brown with the 2-3 after kicking, what, 10 goals the week before? Yep. Just a little bit less. Um... I don't know anything outstanding from that for you. No. No one really cares about that. 
no team was going to be in the finals. Uh, next, Geelong vs Carlton. Geelong won by 68 points in pretty shabby conditions um, down at the Cattery. It was gusty. It was pouring rain. It was cold. And we were both sitting out in the middle of it. Yep. That was good fun. Yep. What'd you, what'd you make of it? Pretty one-sided. Very one-sided. Yes. Um, what you expect from Geelong? Well, I mean, um, Geelong hadn't been doing that great recently. Yeah. Um, I guess, but also, you're saying the stat about them in the final round for the last eight years, sort of thing. Their average win was something like 60 points. Yeah, so, that was actually an interesting set. Did I say that on here or did I just say in nah, general? you just yeah. told me at the game. So there was a stat during the game that I saw on my phone that said that Geelong's last round, so as in their last 23, they've won every game uh, for the last, I think it was the last 10 years, but in the last eight years, they'd won those games by like more than 60 points except for one. So last round just seems to be they're like, let's fuck everybody up kind of round. Yep. Um, Dangerfield played a blinder. A blinder, but I don't think he was the best one there. Um, like four goals, three, and 34 disposals were good. Like no doubt about that. But Narkle, when he had the ball, yeah, actually looked so much better. Like he got through at one stage. There were eight Carlton players surrounding him. He didn't hand pass it. And he just got through every single one of them. Like, they grabbed him, he slipped out. Grabbed him, slipped out. He just kept on going. Just couldn't be stopped. And he did that for, like, the whole day. Yeah, he, he was good. He did a couple of really big clangers, but I think, like, that was just kind of, like, the weather. Um, Cripps obviously did well for Carlton and Murphy. Uh, yeah, look, just watching Geelong's skills compared to Carlton, it was really just, like wow, like, this is how far we've got to go kind of thing. Like, you, yeah. you're kind of like, yeah, okay, you know Geelong's good, and then you sit there and watch them, and they're just so fluid. Like, a Carlton player will bomb a ball, like, 75 metres in pouring rain, and you're like, why would you do that? Nobody's going to be able to mark that. Oh, but Patrick Dangerfield can mark it. Yeah. You know, just, like, just things like that that you just think, fuck, like, they're just so clean with yeah. the ball. Good, you guys kicked eight goals, all by different goal kickers, but it was hard the, to score. Where's the person that's gonna kick more than one? Like that, like it's good to see lots of goal kickers, but it's gonna. I'm pretty shit that no one got more than one goal, seeing as their top three just then scored ten goals. But also, they scored nineteen goals, and we scored eight. But still, like they, their top three managed to score like three-plus goals, and all your guys only got one. Yeah. You need I mean, someone to stand in, out and kick more. In better conditions, you would say, if Charlie was back, if Harry was on, you know, having a good game, if McGovern was having a good game, like all those ifs and buts. Yeah, but also, that's the thing, is that's not always going to be the case. You no, need but I'm someone just saying, who can yeah. do it week in, week out, without... Having ups and downs. That's the thing that Dalhouse does well. Is he never seems to have a down game where he doesn't kick a couple of goals. Abler always seems to be at least able to get one. 
Tui seems to be able to kick a couple. I think Scroops has one nearly every game. He's averaging 0.8, so probably not. Okay. I think, or he was. Um, I'm not sure. I just feel like most times he at least has a shot on goal. Um, Charlie, I feel like, will be our main goal kicker when he comes back, but also we're looking for a small forward who no, consistently kick eight. goals. So, Cripps is averaging 0. 0.7. What so, does that mean? So, for every every 10 games he plays, he kicks 7 goals. Okay. So. Sorry, almost every game. You're saying 70%? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of close to every game, but like... It's more than half. Hmm. Alright, next game is shit again, uh, Gold Coast versus the Giants. The only really good thing that came out of that was Jay Cameron's nine goals and five behinds to put him in front for the Coleman medal, which no one thought he would get yep. at this stage, because how far behind was he? Five? Uh, six behind. Six behind, you're like Kays versus Gold Coast, but how often do people fucking kick six goals? Was he, he was six behind... Ben Brown. Six behind, but not going into the round. When, because Ben Brown won first, didn't he? Yeah, Ben Brown won first. He kicked his two. two. So, yeah. Um, it was, clearly they didn't want anyone else to score but him. Yeah, because he had, what, that, 14 scoring shots. And one that didn't register a score. So, he had 15 scoring shots. Um... Out of their 27. Not too shabby for a day out at the Gold Coast. What I don't understand is if it's so easy for him to get the ball on 15 different occasions to get shots on goal. I get it's Gold Coast, but surely even against other teams, they could get eight or nine sort of shots on goal a game sort of thing. But like Cameron only kicks like two, three a game sort of thing. Back in the past, like Buddy Franklin, Favola, that sort of thing, they'd kick 100-goal seasons and they'd do this every single week. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. Because the defence have gotten better is what they're saying. I don't think so. I think it's accuracy. It's, uh, well, it's definitely affecting it because for, I remember one of Fev's seasons, he kicked close to 100. It wasn't a 100-goal season, but he was averaging, he got... I think it was 92 goals and it was only like 40-something points. Whereas this year, just looking at Cameron alone, he kicked 58 and 40. So Just like that even, you know? Yeah. It's accuracy, but also people are saying the main thing that have changed in the game, like things like coaches and stuff, is like, the defence in every team now is pretty much, like, fine-tuned. Now it's just working on the forwards. Yeah. Like, every I, team kind of... Well, not every yeah. team, but, like, the defence is so tough like def- now that it's hard to... I don't feel like defence has gotten any better. I don't Apparently think... it has, according to the coaches. And you're not a coach. But defence hasn't gotten any better. I think the issue is there's a lot more mistakes from completely open kicks that were never made... 10, 20 years ago, the style of play is different, so it looks like defenders are better, but when you watch a team like uh, Geelong play, who play a lot more like a early 2000s, late 1900s um, 
style play, they they kill it. Like, no defense even stands a chance. And that's nothing to do with, like, like a little bit of skill, but it's more to do with the style of play. So it would be that easy just to switch it up a little bit, maybe even just for a quarter each game, go at that, and you could overpower defences by playing a style of play that has worked for years, but teams are just changing it. So If it was that easy, I'm sure people would do it. Well, teams do do it, and it really works, like clearly works. But if that was so, they'd have the same team winning the premiership every year. Any, like, the team that chooses to do that every game. Geelong, three years out of five, played the same style of game. Hawthorne, three-peats, same style of game. Richmond, the last two seasons, same style of game. Okay, they it didn't is, win last year. Didn't win last year, but were the ones that were on track to win it. They had one bad game in the finals, and uh, it cost them. But that style, where it's a lot more spaced out, not just congested, completely runs through it's not up to someone else though if it's not up to the team sorry if it's congested it's up to the opposition no like you can be like hey we'll spread out but if other no but you see a lot of teams a lot of teams play really centered ball they don't use the space of the ground they don't like to uh slow it down or like not even slow it down but like change the pace so speed it up slow it down depending on what's going on you see a lot of teams really narrow and if it's if the opposition's playing quick, they play quick. If the opposition playing slow, they play slow. There's no no room for movement. And that's the difference between the previous dominant teams and teams that are playing this year. So You wouldn't say Geelong have been super successful recently. But that's the thing. They haven't been playing that way. Start of the season, when they played, if they had the ball, it was moving so quick and their scores for the season were far better than anyone else in the league. That's why their percentage is still so high because they were doing so well with that. Post-buy round, after Port, they've been less confident and a lot more narrow-minded, a lot more narrow field because their kicks just aren't going the way they want them to go and they're playing really narrow. So that's the difference between first half Geelong and second half is Geelong is legit just how they're playing, not using the full space of the ground. And that could also be just because their ground, it's really small. When they come to a big ground, it looks like they're playing short. But they do it even at Cardinia. Last week was one of the first games I've seen where they actually had a go at going wide and using the whole space of the ground. And even in shit conditions, still managed to put on a huge total sort of thing. And had heaps of goal kickers, lots of them with multiples. So, you know, if that's the case, they're very easy to just... They can do that there. They can do it any week. Yeah. So, it's. I don't think it's defense that's gotten any better. It's definitely the offense just turning to shit. I'm just saying what the experts are saying. Any other games you want to talk about? Hawthorne. What about him? Good win. Um, Not bad. Overall, really good. 
Uh, kind of surprising, just due to the amount of disposals that West Coast had, and their efficiency wasn't too bad either. Both kicking very, very well with, and if uh, inside fifty efficiency was good as well. Uh, it was better than Hawthorne's. Uh, just you know, couldn't quite get it done. Um, O'Brien kicking four, Bruce Burgoyne kicking three. It just you know. So obviously didn't miss Ruffhead. I uh, would have kicked six though, so would have been extra. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so very hurtful for West Coast. Uh, big difference now. Now they don't have that opportunity for a week off because we know they're going to beat Essendon. Well, we don't know. But... They could. They now don't have that opportunity to have a week off. They don't have that second chance if they play a, a shitty game against us. So that was that was a very big game for them. Um, and it's definitely, definitely going to cost them in the long run. I think this will... I don't think they'll make finals because of it. Because now their run's going to be a little bit harder. Um, pretty sure they have to play loser of... Brisbane, Richmond. Yep. If you go play Brisbane at the Gabba, it's very 50-50. If you've got to play Richmond at the G in finals, I don't see it happening. Um, not the way West Coast has been playing. Yeah, they so, haven't been great recently. So I think this last week was... That's the game between West Coast making finals and not. Like the grand final and not so big week for them. Yeah, we'll see what see what happens. I reckon they have. I reckon I didn't have a chance against them just because I haven't been rating their recent form as in West Coast. Yeah, um, I know they have the finals experience, but they're just not as in form as they were last year. We'll have to see. Next game, a big one: uh, Western Bulldogs versus Adelaide, purely. Because uh, it fucked Adelaide over. Fucked Adelaide over. It was the difference between Hawks making it or not. So, uh, a win by 34 points. Dale kicking five goals, three. Walker, big text, kicking five goals, nothing. It was a big, big week for goal kickers. Um, but Matt Crouch with 47 disposals. And well, goal, you know, definitely a, a highlight player for the round, but... Apart from that, it is was... Brad Crouch the one that's coming to Carlton? I don't know. I think he is. What's the other one? Matt. Yeah, no, it's Brad. Hey, Brad. See you at Baggers. Uh, um, apart from that, didn't really look like Adelaide were anywhere in it. Definitely not the start. It looked horrendous to start the game. Just couldn't get any anything going for them, but. To be honest, they did well to to stay within, you know, 100 points. Um, so, you know, good going into next year. And for Western Bulldogs, a good confidence boost. Now getting to play GWS, who are not going so well. So, well, I hope they don't win. So it could be a big one. Uh, Richmond versus Brisbane, you know, quality game. Big Loggy Neal with 51 disposals. Revolt with four goals. Just all the big names coming out to play. Just round 23. Got to show what you so, got. What did Lynch end up getting? 
Really fucking none. Um, one goal, one. Star. So. A star is born. Left it open and it left Revolt very open. So, yeah, Richmond just too good. Um, unsurprising at the G. You just can't really, can't really count them out ever, even against a team like Brisbane this year. So, uh, Brisbane definitely not making the most of their time up front. Just 32% of their uh, inside 50s were effectively used. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I tipped Brisbane genuinely because I thought they were going to win. Um, but Richmond always, like, you just think, like, ugh, surely not, and they always fucking pull it out. Yeah, so. We'll see what happens at the Gabba this weekend. Last game of the season, no one gave a shit. Port LA versus Freo. Dixon with three, Walters with three, blah, 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 who gives a shit? Next one, okay. So. Finals, finals, finals. Yeah, um, pretty big week, I'd say, you know, first week of finals, you know, sometimes it's pretty big, I guess. First game, West Coast versus Essen, Thursday night. Is that night, an elimination final? It is. Okay. And who will you be tipping for this game? There you go. Essendon, because, you know, Same. the finals, <laughs> got to do it for them. Now, just saying, I hate Essendon, but for you, I will support them until they get kicked out of the finals. Cheers, babe. Friday night blockbuster. Huge game. Geelong yeah, versus Collingwood. Also, if anyone, if anyone can get us tickets to this game, uh, feel free to uh, hit us up. We'll, we'll repay you by giving you a shout-out on our Insta. Oh, we're busy. Not for that. Okay. If that's the case, we'll just bought tickets anyway. <laughs> Free tickets. Oh, well, I'll sell them and I'll make extra money. We're okay. busy. We can't... I already said going, so it can't be, can't be rude. All right. So, Geelong versus Collingwood. Who are you going with? I'm going with Geelong. I'm going to do... Stevenson to go Elliot. Darcy Moore. I'm going to go... Geelong as well. That's interesting, considering those names you just said. No, I was just going through it, and then, you know, I just remember that is probably going to get rested. Stevenson's coming back off rough form, and Elliot is yet to have played a finals game where I consider above average, so... Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's a bit harsh on Stevenson. He's coming back from 10 weeks off. Yeah, he played one well v- last week. One VFL game doesn't make me he's back to full form. He played pretty well, like he didn't really miss a beat. In VFL? Yeah, but... It's not even close to AFL standard. So... I don't know, same, same. I, um, no. He's the reason that I'm, can, like, I'm not tipping Collingwood, but why I would consider them to win. No, I think he's going to have a a rough week, I think, coming back into AFL. Just because the step up isn't going to be good. You know, 10 weeks off doesn't help anyone. So, 
Next game, GWS versus Western Bulldogs at Giants Stadium. I really, 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 really don't want Bulldogs in the final. So I'm tipping GWS because also I really do want GWS in the grand final. I think they deserve it. I don't want Western Bulldogs to win, but I feel like they will win. So I'm going to go off Western Bulldogs. Brisbane versus Richmond at the Gabba. Same Brisbane. Brisbane. That's what I said. Yeah, you go off Richmond. Ooh, just in finals experience, so and just come off the confidence building win against them last week, so uh we'll see. I don't feel like it makes any difference the ground so much, like can't see by history, because they haven't played there since twenty seventeen and A that was when Brisbane were arse. And also, Richmond were, you know, peak. So, well, not peak, but they were killing it. So, it's hard to hard to go by history on that ground. But you can just, you can assume that Brisbane will have that home ground advantage. But I can still see Richmond being the better side on the day. So, we'll see. Um, so obviously, Paddy Cripps, Sam Walsh, taking home the top player awards. Any thoughts on the All-Australian side? Um, ben Brown, very unlucky. Dusty, very unlucky. Um, very, very unlucky both of them, actually. So. And there was one more I that bet's... was being mentioned. I don't know if you'll agree with it, though. Mm-hmm. Gary Ablett. He's played well, but he's not a he's not better than some of the players there because of positions and everything. So, yeah, it's just too hard to tell because, yes, he plays forward and midfield, but I think Ben Brown should go into there, so you got to push one out, and also Dusty should be in the midfield, and that has to push one out as well. So, um. Oh, but there's too many midfields to choose from, is what they say. Duh. All there's six on each team. All of them play double position, so chop them in a lot. Fucking easy. So, You're right there? Yeah. Alright. Uh, we'll sign off there, and maybe we'll catch you after the finals. We'll see how they go. Yeah. Bye. See ya.